0: wines and spirits and now that we're in may it's time for graduation parties trips to the lakes and swimming in the backyard and when you need a great selection on your favorite beer wine or liquor do what i do and go see kathy and her staff they have tons of specials and great advice when you're looking to try something new joe's is open monday through saturday 10 a.m to 9 p.m and noon to 5 on sunday at 13 30 east alameda right here in norman or visit joe's wines on facebook for all their monthly specials <coughs>
1: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number two of The Rush. Breaking transfer portal news. Jordan Tyson, Colorado transfer wide receiver. Yeah. Just put out an edit. He's committed to Arizona State.
2: Ooh, Kenny Dillingham trying to get the offense going out there at ASU.
1: Kenny Dillingham and Rashad Samples out there in uh, Tempe get a nice uh, ad at wide receiver.
2: Where'd this Samples kid play?
1: He played at Oklahoma State. Is that right? Yeah. Played at Oklahoma State. Hmm. I think he played at OSU and then transferred to Houston maybe his last year. And then he ended up coaching at Houston. I think he went to SMU. And then he went to the Rams for one year. And now he's at Arizona State. But Hmm. his name was – do you remember his name being floated out there for the wide receiver's job here before they hired Emmett Jones?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You
1: still happy with the hire of Emmett Jones with that being said? Yeah. That's, I, that's worked out quite nicely so it far. It seems
2: like uh, the recruiting has gone well. The other half of it is what does our development look like come season, right? I mean, that's I – mean, something something big needs to happen in that wide receiver room, and I believe that we've got plenty of talent in there to make something happen, but, uh, you know, my – I've got limited amount of uh, – viewing and understanding what all is expected of those guys and how they're answering the call it, you know part of it tells you what are they doing in the transfer portal Well, they're active. so you know maybe their view of the of the talent there or the ability to develop is is not where it needs to be but you know a, a lot of times it's just you add talent where you can you get better whenever you can. if receiver happens to be one of those spots, you do it. Like, I don't think it needs to be an indictment on what you have in that room right now, but you know, at some point, if we don't if we don't get production, we don't start hearing consistency and big things coming from some of the younger guys, you got to start to you know you got to start to lean that way.
1: You guys encourage the mispronunciations on the text line. Who did you say just committed to Arizona State?s That was Jordan Tyson, uh, former. Colorado receiver, who was a true freshman last year and led their team in receiving,
2: Colorado to Arizona, staying in the four corner schools, huh?
1: Yes, he is. And in the Pac twelve for now, maybe he'll end up. Maybe he'll end up in the Big twelve yeah. after the uh, after it's all said and done. Does that mean they will try for Keon Coleman from Michigan State? Maybe he was at Florida State last weekend. I believe he's a Louisiana kid, so LSU and Florida State are thought to be the the two favorites there. I don't know if it's too late to get in on Keon Coleman, but. If they wanted to take two receivers and they feel like they have a chance with him, yeah, sure, I, I, I think that that would – that's, if that's a likely scenario at all, yes, I think they would pursue it. Now, are you ready to get back to the Knieplemeyer Chevrolet text line and talk about half of the players in program history as most underrated? Yeah, As sure. voted on by the text line. Brandon Jones was underrated, says the texture in the 404.
2: Is that true? Well, hang on a second here. We've got to establish some type of guidelines. If everyone agrees that someone is underrated, then that person is not actually underrated.
1: <laughs> we, uh, which name did we get a lot of? I'm going to scroll down. Travis Wilson. A lot of Travis okay. Wilson is underrated, and I actually think that that one's fair. Like that's that would I uh, I would say that that's an underrated. Falls into that category, underrated wide receiver.
2: I think what we've got is like a um, we've we've got I don't know maybe maybe a a bell curve, and there's a really huge group of wide receivers like right there in the middle that are good, and then as you start to get to the outliers, there's fewer and fewer, and I feel like mo I think I feel like everyone is kind of in agreement where everyone falls. Uh, you've got all the way out to the end, you've got your outliers, you've got like your your Claytons, your Sheps, your Broyles, uh DD as a Balitnakoff winner, uh Hollywood and, and as you start to get back into the more like uh average for lack of a better term, guys, you know, a lot of these guys are going to fall somewhere in between that range, and it's most of them. Like, and it doesn't mean that they're not fantastic. Like Travis Wilson, Joaquin Iglesias, uh, Brandon Jones. Like, I, think, I think some of the, the guys early on really, if anything, get underrated like an Antoine Savage or you know, some of those guys that caught a ton of balls – it was a little bit different how the offense worked in that in that era like the numbers keep getting more and more blown up and it's not because the players are getting that much better it's because of you know the way the game has changed so
1: Zane complaining about his text never being read on the uh, the new text line here mm. you know who was a clutch playmaker Jalen Saunders and I do agree. I don't know if Jalen yep. Saunders qualifies as uh, underrated. I don't think that he does, but he did – yes, he was a clutch playmaker.
2: What are his – which bad form trying to shame Tyler into reading your text. It works, though. Yeah. It works. Um, Not all the time, but most of the time. How many seasons did uh, Saunders have here?
1: God, that whistle. <laughs> Just, that, God, <laughs> no. Nah. So, he – he was either 11 or 12. I think his last year was 13, and he got eligible from Fresno State. I want to say yeah. like the week before the OU Texas game. Maybe that was in 2011 when he was no. finally. El- okay, so it was 2012. I was then. here covering. Okay, the- so 2012, midway through 2012 to 2013. I don't think he was around in 2014. But don't don't quote me on that.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. I was just gonna. I was gonna. Long look enough up- to
1: make an impact.
2: I was going to try and see what some of his um, – he was here in 2012. He was the third leading receiver. Kenny Stills was number one. 82 catches, just under 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns. Um, good stuff from, from Kenny Stills. Justin Brown, dang, man.
1: Yeah, he was pretty good in his one year here.
2: Justin Brown caught 73 balls for 879 and five touchdowns. And then Saunders. Shep was just getting rolling that year. He was the fourth leading receiver, uh, 45 for 621.
1: Yeah, and one of the uh, more odd memories I have from the 2012 season was in the Cotton Bowl that year where Landry Jones was basically screaming at true freshman Sterling Shepard very late (laughs) in the game after some sort of a miscommunication.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. That's... Here's a positive text
1: for the four oh five. Okay. Thank God OU has a rich history to talk about because the future looks bleak.
2: <laughs> is this what we're this is what our show's gonna turn into from, from this point on is reminiscing about the uh the rushmore of position groupings and eras, right? Yeah. That's all we're gonna have to talk about. Tyler. Saunders led uh, the team in receiving in 2013, 61 for 729 and eight touchdowns. So,
1: Including the one at the back of the corner of the end zone in Stillwater, Oklahoma.
2: Mm. There you go.
1: Bell throws to the corner, touchdown Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess who that was?
2: That was pretty good. Followed
1: by uh, 15 seconds of pure silence, but the silence was deafening on that radio broadcast that day.
2: Uh, that is hilarious. That's pretty good.
1: Nice. So, yeah, half of the players in program history were n- named as underrated on the text line. Whoa. Well,
2: you want to – here is a discrepancy in – Right. We're down a In offense. A, a stat. In 2012, Landry Jones threw for nearly 4,300 yards. The very next year – Blake Bell led with 1,648 yards. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's what happened when it was, uh, (laughs) what, Trevor Knight to start the year. Blake Bell took over a few games after that. And then by the end of the year, Blake Bell was the third option off of the bench in the uh, Bedlam game.
2: Man. That's
1: one of the more incredible things from the Bedlam game that year is Oklahoma State was a 10-point favorite. All they needed to do was win on their home field. Oh, you played three quarterbacks that day, and what Kendall Thompson came off the bench before Blake Bell did.
2: Wow, that is that is a that's a hard drop in offense that is difficult to overcome. Wow,
1: and that team still that and that team won a more prestigious bowl <laughs> game than the than the year before. Think about that. I know that team crazy. won the uh, Sugar Bowl. The team before. Got destroyed in the cotton bowl by Johnny Manziel.
2: I think we need to have a conversation about the 2013 Oklahoma defense, <laughs> right? After, after the, the massive drop in offensive production they had from the previous year to be able to. to you,
1: you want to talk about them in a positive way? Is, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, they had a pretty good year. Eric Stryker, off the edge, man.
2: Yep, six-and-a-half sacks. feel like that was Tapper, the year where he, where he
1: really emerged as a, as a big-time player.
2: Yep, that's, that's pretty cool.
1: Zach Sanchez was a corner on that team. He had a good Sugar Bowl that year against Bay. Tough start, really nice finish.
2: Yeah. Uh, dang. Gabe Lynn had four interceptions that year. Dang right. Julian Wilson had three interceptions that year. Pretty impressive stuff.
1: Big Rick and Owasso, hey guys, make a little of these doomers, and when OU wins 10 or 11 games, ban their asses. And that's in an all <laughs> caps there.
2: <laughs> we don't ban anyone here, or well, at least. I would like to not ban anyone. We are in pursuit of the truth. We need to hear all points of view.
1: 918, dear Lord, can we skip Mount Rushmore and reminiscing season and skip to August so we can speculate as to whether JFA will win the job outright or not?
2: We could do that right now. Matter of fact, uh, I'm
1: pretty sure we've done that once already this week.
2: Yeah, we'll hit a timeout and we'll move on you right. I think that's Jackson enough.
1: Arnold coming up next. And what caught Teddy's eye
2: is it, what year will Jackson Arnold make the Mount Rushmore of Oklahoma quarterbacks? Freshman year, sophomore. I used
1: to say he's not already there, Teddy? I mean, maybe go back we and have look at some of those practices. maybe the
2: Mount Rushmore of OU quarterbacks is Jackson Arnold as a freshman, Jackson Arnold as a sophomore, <laughs> Jackson <laughs> Arnold as a junior. <laughs> oh, All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye. Sound off any time of day on
0: the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA.
2: The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. Department of Health and
0: Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: West Yalagosney Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. If you've been hurt in a wreck and you don't know who to trust, take a look at the client reviews at WYG. If you want a lawyer that clients trust, then trust West Yalagosney. That's West Yalagosney Law, 405 800 80 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is.
2: Uh, not a whole lot today. I thought this was interesting. Um, there's a report out that Patrick Mahomes quarterback kansas city chiefs is waiting to ask for more money after um after joe burrow and justin herbert get their uh contracts done and he just got a like i don't even know years ago
1: right was that that mega deal was it
2: three years ago maybe it was as soon as two years ago i feel like it just maybe kicked in this year and now he's gonna ask for more money and You know, it's interesting, I feel like he's definitely worthy of being the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, but, like, at what, at what cost? Sure. what is it, what is it, does it really, is it meaningful for you to go back and ask for more money? You, he's got to understand, and I don't know if he does. Like, there's an ego thing here involved with being known as the highest-paid quarterback. And I, I guess I understand, but that but he to didn't a degree. need that, man. He didn't need that. Right. He already won
1: two Super Bowls in early career. Everyone thinks and, he's the best in the league right now.
2: He has to understand that he's going back and he's asking for more money. He's he's not getting more money from the league or from the other quarterbacks that you know, that he's getting paid more than his team has a set amount that they can distribute within that locker room. He's taking it from his teammates. Sure. Like, at what point do these guys say that, you know, I think $55 million a year is enough – I'm going to stay with what I got and let them maybe spread the wealth to some of my other teammates.
1: Uh, he's still a ways off, and I, I don't think that he'll get there. However, I'd be more focused if if I was him on chasing Tom Brady's Super Bowl record. Go, uh, right. I mean, you, you can still make a pretty good life if, if you're not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He'll he'll be okay.
2: I just, I feel like at some point, it it, it is no longer about the money. It's more about, just being the highest on the list, sure, right. right? So, I, I don't know. Uh, a little more information. There's still not a whole lot out there on this Iowa Iowa State deal with the gambling that's going on. Uh, apparently, Iowa was made aware of 111 individuals, all right? There's only 26 – I say only – 26 current athletes um, that in, in some way, shape, or form were – involved in the gambling stuff that's going on. Now, Iowa is part of the 33 states over the last five years that have legalized after the Supreme Court um, decision. But a lot of these are staffers, former players that got caught up in this mix. But, you know, part of me is, number one, how are they getting this information on these kids? I feel like it is a breach of their – I feel like it's a, a a breach of their personal information, right? And number two, it's legal. They're not betting on, at least this says there was they weren't betting on. Um, they didn't think there was any tampering with any of the the games, anything that you know had anything to do with any of the games that they were playing in. So if they're betting on something else, I don't know. I just think it is a. I think it's something that it, I feel like it makes everyone look bad for no reason.
1: Uh, is that all you got? Yeah. Okay, so this is from earlier today, live on The Ref, the Plank mm. Show. This is JT Gasso, OU softball assistant coach. Plank asked him, hey, did Jada drop that ball in center field on purpose to create the double play? Here's what JT said. Uh, <laughs> No, you know what? She's going to have to say that. Okay. That se. I will say – I don't want to throw under the bus. That's kind of what I was afraid of. It it worked out perfectly. though. So JT Gasso basically saying, uh, no comment. I'll let her answer that for herself.
2: Now, that's interesting. I saw, and I think it was you, I saw the, you posted the video of that on Twitter, right?
1: Well, I posted the video with that sound clip embedded in it, yeah.
2: Well, it's interesting. I watched the clip. She drops it, picks it up, and throws it to second base to get the force out, right? And then they throw it and get the tag at third. The girl that catches it is nowhere Grace near Lyons. second yeah. base.
1: Yeah, I went back. A lot of people pointed that out yeah. as well. Like, Grace Lyons isn't even close to the bag. And Plank was commenting several times like, well, her her feet movement is actually it's really quick a lot of times. So she may have been actually on the bag, but you didn't just see it with the hmm. camera angle. I don't know, but I was with you. I noticed the same thing like, Ooh, Grace looks like she was a step off the bag there.
2: No, I'm, I'm, you know, they'll call the, you know, at least in baseball, you know, kind of the general vicinity there, at second base, which, you know, if you tell me that, okay, I'll say yeah, but she is not on second base, like, I, which is fine. I don't, it's kind of the, kind of how it goes. They would have had it had she been there, but not much to argue about. But I just, I was looking at that and I thought that was. Pretty striking.
1: Robert De Niro. Wow. Ah, Bobby D. What a legend. At the age of 79 years old, he has revealed he has become a father to his seventh child. Seventh child at the age of 79 years old for Robert De Niro. Hashtag legend. Legend status for Robert De Niro. (laughs) Seven kids now.
2: I I don't. (laughs) even know how to respond i did not think that that was where you were going i don't know i don't know i don't even know how i feel about that is that okay Uh,
1: i mean i hope it's okay because that's the reality of the situation right now
2: yeah 79 i maybe he lives i don't know maybe he lives 30 more years. I, uh, who knows? But it seems it seems a very weird thing to do. Uh,
1: yeah, 79 years. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, yes. It's, uh, yes, all of that. It you're, does seem very weird. You're
2: almost certainly sending a child, which, hey, the more life we have, the better, I guess. But that's such a weird thing to do. Uh,
1: Kevin Costner is back in the news. Apparently, there's a lot of drama over yeah. this uh, final season of Yellowstone, which I'm a Huge Yellowstone fan. Watch it if you haven't already. Kevin Costner reportedly is holding Yellowstone hostage over deciding John Dutton's final fate. Mm. The star actor reportedly won't return to film the rest of the season five until he likes how his character is written off the show. So he wants to decide how John Dutton's uh, final ending goes. How do you
2: think he wants him to go? Um, Out with the bang in a in a hell of gunfire
1: probably with that uh, hippie chick that he's been dating in the last season that's probably how he okay. wants to go out judging by the last season
2: hmm maybe he just moves away vanishes there's a mystery to what happened i don't know um but hey whenever whenever a show is that successful and you're that big of a piece of it you can you can hold their feet to the fire
1: yeah So, Adam Schefter is known as kind of the main guy that breaks the NFL news, and the schedule release is coming up on Thursday, but, you know, NFL leaks, NFL sources are everywhere, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was Donna Kelsey who uh, reported broke the news, if you want to call it that that the Chiefs will play the Eagles week two in Arrowhead this year. Now, who is Donna Kelsey? Why would she break the news? Well, she has a son playing for both teams this year. So apparently she put on her Facebook page about the Eagles playing at at Kansas City in week two this year. So I'm going to guess that mom knows. Eagles fans, Chiefs fans who are mad at us for our take on Patrick Mahomes, I see that on the text line. Donna Kelsey is telling you that you will host the uh, Eagles Super Bowl rematch in week two.
2: That is just absurd. I don't care. I think it's amazing. I'm glad that the Eagles and the Chiefs are playing. I think that's that is great. But how in the world does the NFL have like not even able to to keep the, there's no well I guess they are at facilities now, aren't they? Yeah, everyone is in the facility, so maybe the guys actually have some access to it. Maybe that's not as bad as I thought, but it seems weird that the players find out and their parents find out before it's released to the public. I mean, do the do they really need to know? I don't, I don't know. know
1: she got to announce the uh, the first round draft pick for. Was it the Eagles or the Chiefs this year? She announced someone's draft pick this year in Kansas City. Nice. So maybe she just knew and uh, Travis and Jason had no idea about it. That's what I want to believe.
2: There was that big – oh, I see. She gets to announce it. I see. I thought it was like a leak. Like they had told her and she posted it. All right. Pretty cool. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number two next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
0: First impressions are everything. That's why your lawn deserves the quality cut of a Kubota Zero Turn. Shop Great Plains Kubota for the speed, agility, and simplicity you require from a mower for a trophy-worthy lawn. Now at Great Plains Kubota, get a Z231 Zero Turn for just $5,099. Plus, with annual service specials including free blades, it's a no-brainer not to shop the brand that serves. Visit our showrooms today or online at greatplainskubota.com. Again, greatplainskubota.com attention all sooner fans don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 oklahoma football season today season tickets start at 400 dollars and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games for more information and to purchase tickets visit sooner sports.com commit 23 that's soonersports.com sports.com commit 23 or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405 325 2424. Boomer Sooner! Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics.
2: Spring is here at Markham's Nursery. Now's the time to plant your trees, shrubs, and flowers, and we have it all at Markham's. But keep in mind, what you plant is only as good as what you plant it in. At Markham's, we mix our own customized 100% organic soils scientifically formulated to grow crops the natural way. Our soils are perfect for bed prep, strengthening your own garden soils, and to home garden your own foods. Come spend the day with us. Markham's
1: nursery, just had the sun. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. This is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate.
2: Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and, of course, playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow
1: them to assist your family just the way they did mine.
0: (sighs) This old AC system just doesn't cool like it used to, and summer's just around the corner.
1: I bet we can get another year out of it.
0: I got a bet for you. If we buy a new heat and air system from Norman Air between May 1st and June 21st, we could get it for free. What? Free? Purchase a new heat and air system between May 1st and June 21st. If the temperature hits 105 degrees on 4th of July, your system is free. So, are you feeling lucky? You're on. I'm on NormanAir.com right now. Norman Air. Service to the max. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com. This is Mark
1: Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoose Fence. Van Hoose Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoose Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource.
2: Call us today at 405-735-1167.
1: Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC Dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Mentioned it uh, when Bob was on with us earlier this hour. The longest winning streaks in NCAA Division I softball history. You've got Arizona at 47 straight from 96 to 97. And then it's Oklahoma with 41 in 2019. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma with 41 currently. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma with 40 from 2021 to 2022. And then Oklahoma with 40 from 2020 to 2021. There you go. Four of the five longest winning streaks in NCAA D1 softball history belong to OU. Pretty incredible. Well. You're close to breaking this one. What's crazy one.
2: is most of those have been over the last like four years.
1: Uh, Well, yeah, they all have been. Um, the most or the latest one has been 2020, or I, I guess the, the longest one, 2020 to 2021. Yeah. so The first 40 game win streak.
2: I, I, what is their overall record during that time period? It has to be incredible. Well, Do they even have double digit losses?
1: Okay, so they, had, they have one loss so far this year. Mm-hmm. They had two losses last year. Well, three losses last year. One of the regular season, one of the Big 12 tournament, one in Oklahoma City. So that's four mm-hmm. they had um well two in Oklahoma City alone the year before that, and maybe two in the regular season that year, so like the past three seasons i don't I don't think they have double digit losses
2: no that you just named eight losses, yeah, so I mean you're talking what i and how many games do they end up playing whenever they go all the way through? Well,
1: they're 49-1 right now, right? So, 50, a couple of games in the Big 12 tournaments, two, three in the regionals, five, um, around 60? north 62 games probably, around that number.
2: So, uh, you're talking about the last three years, they're probably like 180-8 and eight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something like that? And how
1: many run rules are in there, too? Oh, my
2: gosh. Just an unbelievable amount. That's nuts. Uh,
1: not a whole lot of people are uh, fans of Robert De Niro's uh, move uh, right now Ugh, on the text line. Only a Hollywood commie <laughs> would have a kid that late. Look how awesome I am. My swimmers still work.
2: Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 interesting.
1: Zach's frustrated. Robert De Niro couldn't pull out of a damn driveway.
2: <laughs> uh, well, um, my I, hey, I don't know. I'm happy for he and his family. How about that? That's all I can say. Well, uh, he,
1: he did not reveal who the uh, mother was, so. Oh, okay. Details to follow on this story. This is not the last time we've heard of this story, I'm sure of
2: it. Okay. All right. Quick timeout. we got the final hour of the rush coming up next.